0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Invincible podcast—probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends talk all things Invincible, a comic book and animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Cory Walker, and Ryan Otley. I am one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me today is Bill. Hi, guys. And TJ.
1: Well, hello, it's TJ and the Wyatt. Sweet ones. <laughs> 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 we were waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: guys,
0: happy to be here. How are you guys doing? Good.
2: Doing real well. Yeah, very excited. <clears throat> this is this is the we're right now in the week leading up to me and Nicole flying out there to to see you guys and to hang out and do our whole meet and greet thing. So, I'm in the phase of figuring out what I need to pack and what I need to prepare and all of that but other than that I'm great it's like
0: far enough away where you're not physically putting stuff in luggage but close enough where you're starting to think about what you need to have clean to put in luggage like that whole Mm -hmm. window and now that's I'm doing the math days. of,
2: do I try to go see Godzilla because you guys talked so much about it? Or do I, like, I shouldn't do that because I need to get ready for the trip.
0: Right, yeah. but you know, it's only in theaters phase. for probably another week anyway. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or we just see it while you're here. But uh, anyway, oh, Yeah, that's a good idea. But sure. if uh, if I get this episode out early enough, if you're hearing this before February 3rd, 2024, um, come hang out with us. We're going to be at uh, Freedom Run Winery in Lockport, New York. Uh, at Freedom. Run, Freedom
1: Run Winery.
0: Yes, it is hard. Imagine, it is imagine hard you, did,
1: you said it very fast, so I want people yes. to know. You know, imagine saying
0: that uh, when you pick up right. the phone and your name is Ryan, there's a lot of words that sound the same in there. Can you do it? Can you do it right now? Thank you for calling Freedom Run
2: Winery. This is Ryan.
3: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah,
0: man, that's my life. Hi, it's Wyatt calling. I'd like to speak with Ryan from Freedom Run Winery. <laughs> freedom Run Winery. <laughs> so uh we'll be hanging out there we've got a bunch of invincible games and stuff planned it's gonna be a good time uh we're very excited about it um that will be yeah february 3rd and uh if you need more information reach out we'll be happy to help out other than that twitter. yeah other than that um like i was saying you can email us at the invincible at gmail.com find us on facebook youtube spotify twitter x whatever all that good stuff um we also have our website and our TikTok um the com, and uh, we're just the invincible podcast on tiktok right yeah yeah good stuff mm-hmm. um small spoiler warning i don't think we go or, or we'll be needing to go into too many spoilers actually we might with this email we'll see just be warned we do touch a little bit into uh spoilers for the comic book um so this is just your spoiler warning at the top of the episode Um, A little bit of housekeeping other than our little meetup on February 3rd, we have the uh, our latest video was a live stream that we did, which was our other stuff show. Uh, If you know from episodes past, we would always try and reserve the end of the podcast to talk about other stuff that we're into video games, music, TV shows, you know, board games, whatever it is, and um, movies, and we just haven't had the time. To do it, <laughs> Swedish Fish. And we haven't had the time to do it. So we dedicated an entire live stream to talking all about all that good stuff. And we had a great time. Yeah. So that's over on our YouTube channel that you can check out right now.
3: And it's only four hours long. It's our shortest live stream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not quite. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty long, though, right? Two hours. It was like like two. It was, yeah. it was up yeah. there. It's almost exactly two. Um, on our YouTube should also be, if this video is live or uh, uh, podcast is live, our playthrough of escape from mars um a lot more about that in this episode we were joined by uh, one of the developers um, matt from skybound so he was our guest on this episode we got to talk to him more about it but go check out that video and enter the giveaway um with that video in the description there is a link to fill out um and we're doing a giveaway for two copies Uh, not for two copies but we're giving away Two copies to two people um, of Escape Prior to
3: release of the game?
0: Um, I don't know when it'll ship. It might ship before the release of the game. No shit. We'll see about that. No promises there. But it's US only, and you know there's terms and all that kind of stuff. But check that out. Um, follow the link on the YouTube video for our playthrough of Escape from Mars. Uh, that game is uh, available for pre-order right now, and um, it releases on S- February 21st. So shout out to Skybound and Matt and, and all of them for hooking us up with that because it was a lot of fun, and I'm excited to play it some more. Um, gonna kick off this episode, Ryan. Yes. Oh, go
3: go. I'm sorry was just going to ask if you can say oh no rear view mirror with freedom run winery <laughs> oh my god you can all in one sentence, <laughs> why, would formulate I... a sentence
0: try it. why would i say that right um if you look in the rear view mirror you will see freedom run winery my name is Ryan
1: you can't How do you, the, do that? you will see. I can't do you will see. I, I don't know how to do that in a cohesive sentence. Freedom Run Winery in the just... rear view mirror. <laughs> you had to think about it. <laughs> Ryan's, rear Ryan's rear view mirror.
0: In Ryan's rear view mirror, you will see Freedom Run Winery. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the, the, the will you will see. All, you will see. It, it, okay. it was still it was still a good job. Your enunciation is is great. I've had
0: years of practice. <laughs> <laughs> So starting off with an email here, we've got an email here from Donnie. Donnie says, hey, Ryan, Bill, TJ and Wyatt. Been a longtime listener since the summer before season one when I discovered this series. Been loving every minute since. I don't know when might be the time to bring this up. And I wanted to voice this thought I had because no one seemed to pick up on it or to react to it. In season two, episode four, there's three, possibly more, instances of dialogue that seem to imply something huge about Nolan's bloodline. We as readers know what I mean. And I wanted to know if maybe you guys had the same thought I had. The lines said are, you don't understand, I'm not supposed to feel this way, said by Nolan. This implies to me that there's a greater importance on specifically him being a ruthless, uncaring Viltrumite. Another line was to the effect of, do you regret messing messing a fight with my, or picking a fight with my family, do you? Which suggests there's some sort of expected consequences for picking a fight with Nolan's bloodline, and lastly, lastly, simply Lucan referring to Nolan as the Great Nolan, which is a title shared by Thetis. Let me know what you guys uh, think and keep up the great work, Donnie.
1: I don't um, know because if I am, it's been a while since I've read it in its entirety. But is Nolan aware? No. Yeah, I don't bloodline? think so. I don't, I don't think, think he's so. aware of his bloodline.
3: So yeah, I would say no. no. Yeah, Ryan, fuck
1: no. Thrag is the I'm one, right, who, aren't I?
3: Thrag. <laughs> at, yeah, after after he's Thrag in prison, knows. that's when he. Yeah, Thrag. Thrag knows. That's a good point.
0: I think you're right. Yeah. I don't think Nolan yeah. is aware. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd have to go back to that fight between yeah. Nolan and Thrag because I think Thrag reveals it to him in that in that moment. Talk more for a yeah. second. Yeah. Yeah, so that, it is. That was it,
2: my impression as well that it that Nolan didn't necessarily know, and I I I agree that those lines. If Nolan does know, or if the other Viltrumites know, which I don't think they do, because Thrag made like a point to try and keep it a secret when the one like scientist guy found out. So I yeah. I wouldn't think that they would know, but I do like that it sort of adds a little more yeah. of a, a little more depth if you do know I that, will- and if if the characters do.
1: I will say that to his po- his point, though, uh, can you remind me? Uh, who, who was it that wrote in? Donner? Who? Donnie. 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 To Donnie's point, not saying that that's not the case. They change things up in the show all the time. Maybe Very yep. Maybe impossible. Nolan does know. So And in impossible. season
2: one, when Nolan and Mark are on the mountain in one of the earlier episodes, he talks about his parents, which he never did in the comics, right? Like, True. doesn't he talk? He talks to Mark about something about his parents i forget the exact dialogue and right. i need to go back and rewatch that episode that <laughs> it would be interesting it would be interesting if they build in that nolan does know and that's why he's had this kind of extra pressure to yeah. be i don't know you know i
3: don't think he knows mm-hmm. i think that it's just uh you know i think it makes sense to plant the seeds that he is a very well-known warrior and he's yeah. very strong and that it makes sense because he has a bloodline that is important it would it would it wouldn't make as much sense if he was like just like a random Viltramite that wasn't all powerful. Like he's he's well known because obviously he survived the Great Purge, yeah, and
1: he was and one of the lucky ones gray. to get his he's own, got own got planet. Gray
2: in his hair, so as yeah. Viltrumites, yeah. They, he's been lo- around for a very long time.
1: He right. knows, he knows, yes.
0: yes. <laughs> in the in the comic, it is uh, um, Thrag reveals to him, and his response is, "I don't care." Um, apart from that it's not really it's implied that he didn't know which is um, such yeah. an argyle
3: thing to say argyle air
1: argyle? I, argyle?
3: argyle 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 isn't that
1: that's a argyle is a show that's or a movie that's coming out this weekend but, but it's, it's also it's a, a pattern a or pattern 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 on a
0: clothing tie. pattern yes yes yeah. mm-hmm.
1: um but as far as the show goes i
0: can see that donnie i don't think that i don't think you're like i don't think you're wrong yeah. necessarily as far as the comic mm-hmm. goes yeah that's not that's not the case but as what they could do with the show would be interesting because again, then you don't really have to explain away like, Oh, he just didn't know. Well, why wouldn't he know? Like he doesn't know his parent or his lineage. Like I get that, but also you don't have to deal with that. If you just say that he knew. So, I mean, they're thousands of years old. That's like not knowing that Jesus
3: is your, like, how do you not know that Jesus is your relative? You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, think it's so no awesome. They all live that long. Yeah, they all live that yeah. long.
0: <laughs> like if yeah, I was around I
2: mean, when Jesus was around, then I would then probably he would know. have a better memory of him. You know.
3: <laughs> if I had dinner with my great grandpa,
2: <laughs> Jesus,
0: Jesus Christ, he broke, he broke bread That's what it would have been. I would know that he's my grandpa. <laughs> so yes, thanks for the email, Donnie. Um uh, we've got uh some news now, uh some invincible news since our last episode. Happy birthday, Invincible. Invincible has officially turned 21. It can drink uh, now. Oh, That's yeah. right. Thanks. Uh, and uh, on its birthday, they kind released... That. What's that?
1: Nothing they... else. Talking shit to Bill.
0: Uh, on, that, on his birthday, they released the trailer. We have a date, ladies and gentlemen. There was a teaser trailer or announcement reveal trailer, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it started with uh, uh, you know the, the tone... Of like, you know, somebody coming out of shock and uh, shows Mark crawling up the hill in Thraxa with just chaos and fire and blood. And then it cuts to March 14th,
1: um, which November. uh your reigning champion of the 2023 prediction uh, champion is starting out strong for 2024 because that's I don't like a this. two-parter. I don't like this is this. a two-pointer <laughs> <laughs> because Ryan and I... Track, We're, We're not, not supposed to be
3: keeping track, TJ. We're not supposed to be keeping
1: track. We always keep track until like June and then we fall off. No, we don't. We Uh, never keep track because we were never
3: fucking points before Wyatt decided to create this stupid point system.
1: Chaos. So Ryan and I both (laughs) predicted that it was going to, they were going to release what the um, release date was Mm -hmm. on uh, Invincible's birthday, which was uh, January 22nd. And that was correct. Um, And I predicted uh, March 16th I predicted but it seems like they're going 15th. back to the Thursdays so it was announced as yes. Thursday yeah. just yep. to clarify so we know for 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 rules wise rules wise if it releases on the night of Wednesday the 14th and then it actually goes live on the, on the 15th and I won't get the point, but that's yeah. not the case. Yeah.
3: So, do you think that it's, I mean, you had so, more to go off of to build a case, right? But isn't it more impressive when you have no information whatsoever and you <laughs> guess the premiere of the entire show? I think that that's pretty fucking impressive, TJ. I mean, Who it's, did
0: that? it's you not, had not just as away. much. It's you had not just taking as much as we did.
1: It's not taking away. You, had me, a, you at least had a trailer by then you had, I think two trailers by then Can we move on. Can we move on? So, from this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yes, March 14th. Very exciting. Um, one of the things that the key takeaways that other than the whole committing to the Thursday day, which again, I don't think changes anything. They're just saying, Hey, it comes yeah, out. Yeah. That they, they posted evening. a meme the that was
2: the like, wait, so it's invincible yeah. Thursday. Yeah. And there was a always has been. So it they're just acknowledging been. that like, yeah. Hey, okay. if you're paying I, I attention, you can one. watch it Thursday night. Yes.
0: Gotcha. Um, so I'm glad they're sticking with that. And it's like, that yeah. is the day that we can watch it. Um, it just might be in the evening. Uh but the thing that I took away was, man, you've got this break. You've got this, even even if it was never intended to be a break, even if it was just going to be the next episode, you'd think in between episodes, you would do the time jump. Mark's just like in the comics. Mark has been there for a while. He's healed yeah. up. You know, he's helping rebuild. And now it's time to, you know, go back home. Um, but We'll get that between getting, four and five. Getting to see, So getting to see him... Like, see the aftermath and the carnage and everything like that, mm-hmm. and like, maybe even check mm. on Anissa, uh, not Anissa. Um, uh, oh shoot, Andressa? Andressa, and dress, and yes. Um, yeah. get, even checking on her and his, you know, his brother Oliver, like, really interested to see. Uh, you know what? We maybe we'll get maybe we'll get that time jump in that
3: episode. Maybe it'll just be saying. an episode and will yeah. go like. You know, maybe after I the could, title I, card. I
2: could see that little teaser moment even being like the cold open of the episode. And then when it cuts to the yeah. title, it cuts away Six to a different later. story. Yeah. And then we jump back and yeah. he is healed up and he's helping them. And
3: do you guys yeah. think
0: we will get a like, you know, two months later? Six months
1: one one month, three months
3: I think we I think we will. I, I think we'll get I multiple think, throughout throughout that episode.
1: I think we'll get it in the way of like it kind of what I'm hoping for is that I don't really need to see invincible very much i think it would in like the first episode back at least i think it would be cool to like show like little pieces throughout the episode of what he's doing rebuilding the city like figuring out a way to get home but it just being like Mm. almost like a couple seconds here and then halfway through the episode again and then at the end of the episode again and then like him on his way in the after credits or something
0: i'm excited to see how earth his reacting to any if there's a time jump and what is going on with everybody you know with debbie and amber and everything very excited to see all that um so yeah march 14th we'll be back we'll be doing our episode reviews just like before return of the doodle all of that cannot (laughs) wait it's gonna be good (laughs) um there was another invincible original art drop um over uh, on Felix Comic Art, where you can get your uh, Ryan Otley original art through. Uh, good job, Maybe. crazy you, uh, prices. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's good. You know, good for Ryan Otley, and I mean the fact that these are all selling. Um, yeah, is really amazing just to see like how far Mitzvah has come. That like it's the it's the it's person getting those. It's who, it's yeah, it's
3: selling those. Those are selling. The person who bought that twelve thousand dollar original. Print of the fortnight, yeah right That yeah. the yeah, either has a mansion, <laughs> is either like the richest invincible fan we know, or does not have a very big house, but has a lot of fan art,
0: yeah. it's
2: secretly so, Robert Kirkman, I bet he bought it,
0: maybe, yeah. maybe, but um, yeah, I mean, Felix comic art, if you want to get your chance to get those because they go fast, and I mean yeah. the, obviously it's something that you have to save up for, they are pricey. Um, but you know, guys, the
3: the twelve thousand dollar one went like faster than the rest of them. <laughs>
0: that was my favorite With
3: moment
2: past- was our text thread of us <laughs> all looking at it when it dropped and be like, Oh my gosh, can you see how expensive that is? I've right, that one post that for that, a while because it's the so next funny. Text right away is yep. oh, it's
0: sold, never mind. Second, like
3: within minutes, within minutes, like I was like, It's never gonna sell. Like, Ryan's well, right? right?
2: like, Oh yeah, right. you're right. Wait, it's sold.
0: Nope, it's sold. <laughs> no, it's gone. Dumb, crazy.
2: Um, it out. people like Invincible,
0: yeah. Then we've also got uh, the pre-orders are now available for the Omni Man statue from Connecticut's. Um, a little bit less than what I expected, but still a bit out of my price range. It was. Okay. It's
1: literally exactly what I asked. Yeah. What I. S- Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Seven ninety nine. Eight hundred.
3: Yeah. I said. It's- I think I said nine ninety nine.
0: It is insane looking, though. The detail, seeing all the Guardians, they have Crazy. all the Guardians underneath him. Like, as yeah. he swings. TJ,
3: can you please buy it so we can look at it in person, please? Yeah. You know you you're It's, it's only
2: $200 a piece if we all buy oh, it. Oh, you know I mean we can share it like a trophy, <laughs> right? You go. Like,
3: you yeah. can have it.
2: Whoever like, wins the prediction points at the end of each year gets to important. keep it Yo, I will be so <laughs> boring with my predictions, and I will be,
3: I will fucking... <laughs> it's, totally a great, will be like,
1: it's a great... <laughs> That's actually... A- yeah, like a like a like fantasy football, like a fantasy football trophy. Yeah, there you and go. You just pass it so around. Can I, can I borrow two
3: hundred and fifty dollars, please?
1: I uh, I love that idea. If uh,
0: if anybody wants to loan us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Then we've got it's just so cool talking about all these different things that we have. Um, Direwolf, the uh, board game company that is making the hero building game. Um, another board game coming out. Um, so it's supposed to be later this year. Uh, tweeted out an image with uh, uh, the, the, it says there, I think it was their. basically their prototype copy, you know, the first um, uh, print of it um, that they're still kind of approving. And uh, you got, we got to see more of the components, what the actual standee, you know, character looks like, a bunch of the different villains that you'll be able to play as. I, man, I looked at that image so long and zoomed in on all the different things. I am so excited for that board game. That's going to be a blast. So check that out, uh, Direwolf over on Twitter. And then finally, we have the CBR interview with Sterling K. Brown that I wanted to read to you guys because I thought it was interesting. Uh, Did any of you see this?
1: I Mm, did, did, but I didn't. I thought I did, but I didn't see him say anything about Invincible. Yeah, it's interesting. This this was uh, from January 14th. This
0: is uh, the CBR article titled Invincibles, Angstrom Levy Actor Admits. Yeah, uh, related to Thanos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to read here from this article. Uh, I'm always talking about being a bad guy, Brown explained. I like the idea of being a bad guy, and he's a bad guy who's not always bad, kind of like Killmonger esque in a way. And there's this complexity to him and you can't just outright vilify him because every once in a while, he'll land with a point and you'll be like, oh, like, you know, Thanos was like, this world is too big. And sometimes I go, Thanos might be right. Brown also commented on why he enjoys voice and characters in animated projects. It allows him to get into the mindset of the types of characters he wouldn't be able to play in live action. He went on to detail to how this applied to Angstrom Levy. Angstrom Levy, he's got a big head, Brown said his head winds up outside of his body. It's funky looking. I'll tell you what's fun about doing these voiceover things in cartoon. They'll show you the animation or show you ideas of what the animation's going to look like. And so they'll come close to who you are as a person. Like my man's always got his goatee and I'm like, that's cool. And then when they actually showed his brain outside his head, I'm like, oh, I can't do that in real life. (laughs) He continued. So it's like, there's this voice that you start to explore that's slightly different than your own because there's a physical manifestation that you're not capable of in life that you can now be capable of in animation. And it's exciting. So yeah, I thought that was a fun little quote of him talking about Ashton Levy.
2: Yeah, that is very cool. He seems like such a... like. Genuinely nice person too. Like he Grounded. he was on hot, he was on Hot Ones recently, and oh, it's yeah. one of the best episodes of Hot Ones that I've seen. Just because he's oh, so you know, like charismatic and everything. And I saw it was a clip recently because he he got uh, nominated for an Oscar, I believe, recently for I can't remember what I think role it was, it was. Wasn't
0: it last year? Yeah, because Oscars aren't up, or are they this year? Maybe they just announced.
2: Maybe, it was it was this year. Maybe it was an know. old clip then because I saw it was like a, a, and he was talking about trying to impress his like teenage son by showing him that he was nominated for a SAG award. And his son was like, is that an Oscar? Don't like go away until you have an Oscar. And yeah. then he's like, when I got the Oscar, I showed him he couldn't say anything. Yeah. Like, he was all excited about it. Like he just seems like a really fun guy.
3: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of hot ones. uh, So we have a video on YouTube of, of TG and I doing a hot ones challenge. And I think that if you that we should bring the sauce to. <laughs> the
2: meet and greet yeah and 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 have wyatt try it have you tried Wyatt? i i mean i've tried some of them i i've not done a full hot ones gauntlet but i like spicy food i would be down to try them
1: those are wildly expired uh (laughs) no they're not don't (laughs) and i'm less excited (laughs) to try them i'm less excited it's even more dangerous i I do i i don't think they're the hot ones but i do have this like roulette wheel of uh hot sauces that i haven't mm-hmm. opened yet that are supposed to be ridiculous so
0: maybe we'll bring those oh, we'll see by our next episode we'll have uh, plenty of uh stories i'm sure of what oh, happened yeah. while why it was here uh, but until then we're gonna go now to our uh uh conversation with matt from skybound we pre-recorded this with him just before doing this segment um we had a great chat with him it was a lot of fun to talk more about invincible escape from mars so uh buckle up and enjoy our chat All right, everybody. Welcome. We are here with Matt Felici from Skybound. Welcome, Matt. Hello. Thank you. Um, So if you've watched the video, which you should have watched, we did a Let's Play over on our YouTube channel all about us playing uh, Invincible Escape from Mars for the first time. We got a bunch of friends together. Matt came over and uh, drove a couple hours away to come and play with us and teach us the game. Uh, We got to experience it for the first time and we filmed that, put the video out, had a blast making it and playing it. Um, so thank you, Matt, for, you know, not only doing that and playing the game with us, showing it, and uh, also for coming on the show to talk more about it.
4: Yeah, I mean, I thank and thanks again for inviting me on and having me up to, you know, play the game with all of you. Uh, it was an awesome time. And, and honestly, it was one of the first times I got a, a group that size together to like really play it, you know, of all new people who haven't tried it again outside of the playtesting groups, you know what I mean, like just a really brand new group and all invincible fans right like it was it was a perfect setup just to be able to see how this game works we played it two times we did like a little demo a practice session and then we did a a session that we recorded and then um which is what's on the video there was a little of that practice session i believe in Mm -hmm. the the, the video you guys upload so you'll see like kind of some of the shenanigans that happened (laughs) before that but um no it was an awesome time i really were we
0: the first group of like invincible fans that you you played it with other than people in the playtesting or anything like that no i mean it, it is invincible's big I mean, now it's hard, hard yeah for sure yeah. uh
4: you know in in all the groups that we played with there is like people are like yes i like invincible or like i've seen it or read it or whatnot yeah. but like not every single person there who's like really really into it you know yeah. so yeah it was it was cool
0: that's really neat so i want to talk to you more about um uh you know what it was like, you know. Going from you know you started uh, I know we talked before about working at a, a GameStop and then eventually working your way up to working at Skybound and um, helping mm-hmm. with development of the board game division. Um, uh, before that though, I wanted to get it at the top right here right now. The game is available for pre-order right now. If you're watching this, listening to this, the game is available for pre-order and it does come out on February 21st. Right. Um, just want to make sure we'll get that at the end too. But wanted to start off yeah. before we forget. And we'll where it where time. can you pre-order oh, we'll
4: everywhere?
3: It. Where can you pre-order it from?
4: Oh uh yeah I mean you can pre-order right from our web store uh you can go to skybound.com uh there is a direct link that should be in this video maybe I believe um yeah. that you'll be able to go to and get it yeah yes uh, we're very excited about the pre-orders and then February 21st is when uh it launches That's so right. excited about Very that. very Thanks, cool. Guys.
0: Um so yeah tell us a little bit about what uh what it was like getting started and what led to working at Skybound
4: Yeah yeah um as you said you know I, there was there was many years of uh managing the GameStop uh I you know I started uh was managing a guitar store teaching guitar actually like even before that like I've always kind of um managed or I've always wanted to work into my hobbies yeah. right like i am had a hobby and I'm like how can I just make money doing this and I started with like guitar and I liked it but there was no benefits and you know I just you know I, I loved playing we you know had a great time with that um but then GameStop came along offered me a spot and I did that for a long time and as I was in that I started to really get the bug for tabletop gaming. I think I got Imperial Assault for Christmas one year and I'm a big Star Wars fan. So like that just looked awesome. And I started having friends over that led to like pandemic to like the entire board game world. Like I'm like, oh, my God, there's more than just Monopoly. And, Uno. you know, like there are some amazing board games out there. (laughs) It's an expensive. Yeah, it's a spatially uh, challenging um, hobby. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I really wanted to go to a convention. I heard that conventions were the way to go on these things. So Gen Con um, in Indianapolis uh, was uh, the biggest one in the U.S. And so I was like, I got to go to this convention. I heard it's awesome. This is the place to go if you're going to go to um, board games. And as I was like prepping to go, I saw, I think it might have been on Facebook or something. Someone put out a call for demo help that was like, hey... um, you know, if, if you can come demo at our booth for, you know, a few hours each day, we get your badge, we cover your, you know, they cover all these expenses for you. And I was wow. like, oh, this is, this is awesome. I can, I think I'd like to do this. I did that one other time <clears throat> and um, <clears throat> I actually helped. I don't, have you guys ever watched Spartacus? The show Spartacus?
3: Uh, no. On Star. I've heard amazing. Yeah, on was was
4: actor, okay, yeah. I heard about it. I, the I actor, haven't watched it <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the actor who plays Spartacus is a good buddy of mine. Really? He, he made a, His name is Liam McIntyre. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's actually a really big voice actor now. And he,
3: wait a minute, you've
4: probably seen his work someplace. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. What?
3: So you're like, that I play guitar. Really I'm going to teach guitar. I like video games. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to fucking run a GameStop. I fucking know this actor. So I'm going to become like a fucking Roman Roman fighter. You're like the no, no. Guest I've I, had. I I <laughs> was not in Spartacus. I no, let's, let's let's hold up. We're,
4: we need to back no, out. I I don't, I he, was he was in no Spartacus at the end, you know?
3: <laughs> Yeah,
4: I was not I did not swing a gladius. Um I I was friends with the guy who played Spartacus. Uh the second like the first guy actually uh passed away and mm-hmm. they continued the season and then he I ended, remember hearing he had a really heavy yeah. yeah he had a very difficult you know role to like fill the shoes of Andy Whitfield, who was Spartacus, and he came he came in and he did this. So yeah. anyhow, he was making a card game. And we had been friends on Twitter. And like, we, I was just like, let me help you make your card game. And I ran a table for him at a convention, a Spartacus convention, actually. And we had his card game out. And that was my first, like, oh man, this is kind of cool. I kind of want to get into it, I can do tabletop and board game stuff. And that's when I started, I went to Gen Con, went with some other company. It wasn't Skybound, Mm -hmm. it was just, it was Plan B Games who did like Azul, Century Spice Road, one of those games. Um, And our booth was like parked next to Skybound's booth and when you go to these conventions then i started going to a lot of them and as i went to a lot of them because they kept inviting me back they're like matt you're pretty good do you want to come back i was like yes i would love this is all what i want to do so i would spend my vacation from gamestop to go to conventions for tabletop to like do a second job almost like just demoing board games and i loved it and that's when i got to know the skybound crew and then when i did um I got to be just friends with them they were looking for a retail sales manager and i was like well that's what i do now it's in a totally different world but i'm gonna apply and i got the job nice. and then so oh, i work no, remote shit. i'm in new york with you guys you know um Skybound's a los angeles-based company mm-hmm. uh so i've been working remote since 2019 and uh yeah that's kind of how it started and i've you
0: know been when here you when you came to play the game with us you mentioned you got to go to their like retreat type thing right where they did their big meetup with everybody at the la office yeah Yeah, that
4: was awesome. I mean, I met Robert there for the first time, actually. Yeah, Yeah. Robert. Yeah, yeah, and he he was great. Um, It was really cool, just as an all-hands meeting. Basically, everyone that works for Skybound um, and all the different departments, and we got to get together and like see what everyone's working on and it was a really cool just uh you know couple days to meet some people that I only knew through computer screens yeah because yeah. working remote if you don't come to a convention with me like the tabletop team I would meet at conventions all year but outside of that the video game team the comic team you know editorial team like all the different te- I didn't really ever meet so it was awesome to be like oh hey yeah you know and then uh yeah so when we came back and that that was a great trip man it's, a, it's such a cool office over there and it's uh, awesome yeah it really you know for as big as like skybound is it's really small mm-hmm. right like it's yeah. really it does feel small and it feels super tight with people who really care about what they're putting out there you know yeah. so it's really cool yeah it's
1: really well, cool so but, you oh, go ahead dj sorry you can like we said you came up and we all got to uh, like get our close friends together who also like invincible um to kind of sit around and dig into this game and it's a game that i feel is kind of based in chaos which <laughs> is was a lot of fun it's just a lot of like we all like have like a- our friendship group if you've ever seen our podcast especially like you know me and bill or really any of us that like Uh, we argue and we already kind of shout at each other and disagree and that's what this game pretty much is it's like accusing people and you know it's just shouting and and strategizing and you know why did you do that and but uh you can explain it much better than me do you want to give us uh kind of an intro as to basically what this game is and how it's played yeah
4: i'd love to yeah invincible escape from mars uh it's a, a social deduction game hidden role like identity style game where um It's four to 10 players. It it honestly just gets better. The more people you keep adding in the larger, the group, the louder, the group. Um, And uh, it's, it's based specifically actually around episode four, season one, uh, where invincible is uh, tasked to keep an eye on uh, um, astronauts, right. As they go to and from Mars. And um, obviously we know they ran into some Mm sequins on Mars, which uh, as they tried to turn around and run back to the ship, These sequids are chasing them and trying to take over their brains, and so the game plays out where all of us are—you're either an astronaut or a sequid, but you don't know who a sequid is. Um, You're not—if you are a sequid, you're not allowed to tell anybody that you're a sequid, right? And the goal is pretty simple: like Invincibles, trying to get the astronauts back to the ship and back home safely with no sequids. And if you are a sequid, you're trying to infiltrate the ship. And if you do, the humans lose. Right. So like so the humans are trying to find out who a sequid is and the sequids are trying to sneak their way and multiply and spread the disease to other astronauts um, or heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, the invincible player, there's someone who is invincible. He can never become a sequid, uh, So he's kind of someone on the team that can be trusted and uh, you can always go to him for, uh, you know, usually pretty good advice. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of the skinny of it. It's uh it's a pretty short little game. I, I would, I would probably put it under, uh, like it's a party game, right? Like yeah. it's a hidden deduction party game. It's really light, light on rules. There's only a few actions that you can really take each turn, but there is, um, at the end of each round, there's an acquisition where you have to point at somebody to say, well, I think you're a sequid, right? Um, what really I think sets it apart from other hidden, um, role games is, is the rapidly changing roles. Mm-hmm. And what that means is that each round, there is that acquisition phase where you're going to see if someone's a sequid. If they are, we, we basically peel that from them and they turn back into a human and now they're on the human side. However, new cards get dealt every round and one of them could be another sequid. So yeah. you could become a human and then immediately become a sequid again. And it's like that every round of the game. New sequids are constantly coming out. Humans are always on their toes trying to figure out who it is. And it's that back and forth, like, of you don't know what team you're on or who's on what team. And I think that really adds a little mm-hmm. bit to the whole, uh, that genre of game. One of the things I loved yeah, most is- was
0: that every oh. time you had a role, whether it changed or not, you always wanted to, to succeed in that role. Like you just sure. said, like, you could be yeah. a human that changes into that, that suddenly gets, you know, a sequid. And then, you know, it it reverses and goes back to being a sequid. And every time it's like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, now I got to play this role. Like you, I, I I haven't done a lot of like, you know, uh Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, uh, uh table, like those kind of role-playing games. But yeah. you really sink into this to the point where you really want your, you know, mm-hmm. win condition condition to happen.
3: Sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's fun too because there are multiple ways to be to get infected with the sequid. There's not just like there's there's different rounds that you can get infected and it keeps it like you're always on your toes. You never know when it's going to yeah. happen, if it's yeah. going to happen, yeah. And, and the it... fact that when you're out, like when you get like, you know, caught, you you're still in it. You can still play oh, yeah. it and all those other kind of oh, deduction yeah. nope. games. You're
4: out of it. it... That's important too, you know, no player elimination. You're not finding a with shooting them in the head, and then like tossing them out, the, you know, the side and saying, well, we'll see you in a half an hour, yeah, you right? Know? Everyone's um, in the game until the end, yeah. which is important to, and I think everybody on the team and everybody that, you know, the people that designed it and that really wanted to make this a, you know, good party game for, if you got 10 people, they're engaged for the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah.
0: you mentioned uh, that it's pretty light and easy to learn the rules but I feel like it also has a good amount of depth, too. Like, like we, didn't oh, even, yeah. Each we didn't even play, play with the... Uh, you know, advanced rules or the additional heroes that you could play as and everything like that.
4: Oh, yeah, there's there's multiple stuff in there. Like, you know, everyone can just be an astronaut. One person can be invincible. That's how we played. That's how the video is. If you watch the video, um, everyone else is astronauts. I played invincible. Uh, But if you flip the astronaut cards over, they're all the heroes in the game. So um, everybody can have a special ability. Um, It does add an extra win condition at the end for the heroes. They have to uh, make sure there's no astronauts left behind because if an astronaut's left behind, um, that's no good for the heroes uh but yeah and, then, and all the extra little hero powers are fun thematic and uh but maybe for a first time group it's gonna yeah. play astronauts and then as you like you said as you play it more mix it you can have a couple heroes a couple astronauts it's really up to the player like whatever they feel like they want to play as and there's a there's a Mar- the Martians in there as well as an additional um you know kind of add-on like that you just you can put in there so someone could become the Martian who also has his own way you know that. and adds adds even more
0: yeah um now you mentioned that you help out with like more on the retail sales division of it all and doing demos mm-hmm. at the convention and everything uh can you tell me a little bit more about what that role was like versus like uh you know development and uh, design and everything like what part of like was it any point in this game did you see early stages of it what is play testing like can you tell us a little bit more about that side of it
4: Sure, yeah. Um, you know, we're a small team. Uh, you know, the tabletop team specifically yeah. is a small handful and um, you know, we uh, on the development side of it, we all help on development. Like, you know, I, as as my title is retail sales manager, I work to get our games in stores and make sure the most people know about them and yeah, travel out to conventions and, you know, talk to individuals about our game to make sure that people know about it. Um, you know, I outside of that, you know, I'm helping develop and shape the games become what they are on the development side you know design versus um development like the design is who created the game Mm -hmm. right like this game is created by three amazing designers and they brought us this really great game that um over the past god i want to say two years year and a half two years we've been developing to where it is now the development team basically takes that initial design and just play test it and play test it and play test it but with each play test you know really get digs in on feedback on what works what doesn't work where can we change something and you know the development person or team you know sometimes a single developer sometimes a huge team of people will make it the best version of that game or you know a specific version of what a publisher might want mm-hmm. you know what they're looking for in a game uh this game actually didn't even come to us as a game that was set on mars it was an invincible game but this game was started out as um wait it was it, still it, a hidden role game it, what was that? it
0: wasn't an invincible it was not
4: it was an invincible game it was invincible oh but really it was not set on mars oh interesting um,
0: that's really interesting. Yeah, i would have yeah. thought that if anything it would have come to you guys as a, a a hidden you know role game and something and then you guys were able to find the right theme for it being yeah well
4: th- well it just it didn't start that it started as like um, Omni Man's hidden identity
2: as being mm. evil, right? Like, and funny.
0: and
4: that is the twist. However, um, and from what uh, Whitney, art the designer, one of the designers told us, was um, that you know, you know, it didn't really work if, like, at the end it was Adam Eve who turned, <laughs> it turned out to be, you know, it, 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 thematically it wasn't like quite lining <laughs> yeah, up to yeah. what, what, what you know. But you know, obviously, that was just one change. You know, the gameplay was still there, and then you know it's this game has so many different versions really and so many different tweaks and rules every time we would get it back like we would get it the designers would send it to us we'd play it a couple bunch of times and the team would send notes to the design the design team would go back fix stuff send it back to yeah. us and it went back and forth like that until it's in the position that it's on the shelves now at you know and that's kind of what the skybound you know um you know development team can really like works on so yeah uh, well, awesome awesome guys. i mean i you know got a shout out you know um uh, ben Kepner who's yep. on our team uh, he also design he's the <coughs> um, designer of a few games as well Pitchstorm, mm-hmm, right? which we publish uh, Kim Joy's Magic Bakery and some other games and but he's uh he's on there Dan Stong, who's on our team who helps um, you know uh, Trisha Victor we-, we you know we got Shelby um, uh, Matthews mm-hmm. um, Grima Sharma there's yeah. just like a whole a whole group that really like as we get together we play these and you know
0: Yeah, it's great. I I feel like we had, we think we had eight people in our game and it was a really solid number. I know you say it plays four to 10 and the more the better and I think I can see that being adding to the chaos and the fun of it. I'm really kind of excited though that if we get an opportunity, maybe when you're here this coming weekend, if we could try and find time to do a four player game, because I'm really interested just to see how the four player game works. I know it's a variant. I know uh, like there's a couple tweaks to the rules and like how it, it plays out. There's no invincible involved and so on. Right. Um, how, how did you find that play style versus, you know, in all your play testing?
4: Honestly, most of my, most of my development and play testing was with the larger groups. Yeah um the four player rules came together on their own and i, I know they work mm-hmm. uh you basically again no invincible uh that way everybody at the table can become a sequid. because if you do have an invincible then that's only three people that can become yeah, and it yeah. just it minimizes yeah. how many you know and it just makes it so that it's not as difficult outside of that um it does play you know very similar that's to
0: the cool group game. yeah i'm excited to try out all the, the different things and so on do you have a yeah. uh, a favorite hero power like if you if we oh, had to play right now and we're playing with a bunch of heroes and you get to pick one that you want to be do you have one that you like
4: yeah yeah well I know what TJ you're playing Rexplode right is that, is
2: that
1: cool? oh yeah <laughs> always yeah, Rexplode right? was, all the time honestly I was
2: shocked <laughs> that in the game that you guys played that you guys managed to keep TJ from playing as Rexplode right?
4: <laughs> it, it was a struggle it was a struggle look how Rexplode. cool it is <laughs> he on. has he has a cool power too but I gotta say I think. Uh, my favorite power and most like thematic power is duplicate that That's comes so in the cool. box. Um, if you don't, I, I brought, I took the cards out to show you. Duplicate actually needs to be played by two players. Um, so That's there's two amazing. cards and you give one to each player and they can, at the beginning like of rounds, um, I think they can share inventory. Um, they can change a card between each, but they both like have to be able to, they both have to get on the ship. They both can't be a sequid, right? Like they share. If one um,
0: becomes a sequid, does the other one? It says
4: both duplicates are the same role. If either is a sequitur or Martian, they both are. They need yeah. three votes combined to be left behind. So, cool. um, oh, yeah. So cool. they, they they it's really neat. And it, so smart. It, it's these are the little thematic things throughout the mm-hmm. whole game, like whether it's just this or you know pulling sequits from people that I that I like a lot about the game.
1: It's things like that where like you could tell that this wasn't just thrown together. Like you guys yeah. actually looked at the the uh, the content and applied it. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Love that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I've said I've said this before. I feel like since since Comic-Con recently that every time we get to see any kind of new invincible media being put out there, whether it is the people getting to work on the Adam Eve special or the stuff that's, you know, that they add into Fortnite or the mobile game. And now this stuff, too. It, it's so clear how much everybody really appreciates and loves Invincible. And it comes through and in, in details like that with the duplicate stuff. And it's just yeah. awesome. To see.
4: Yeah, it i mean it's just so awesome to be able to work on something in this world right like to be able to even be a small part of it you know to like really get help get this thing out there and get people to know about it and to be you know help work on it for you know in in you're just in this world of invincible trying to make mars you know make this mission you know fun and thematic and yeah it's it's amazing again it's Really excited that to get this get this out there so more people can see it.
0: Yeah. Now before we let you go, because I wanted to ask you, um, yeah. you're still we talked before you're still working your way through the comics, um, but. As far as the show goes, is there mm-hmm. like what is something that you're really excited to see that you like that? And because we don't get to talk to people who haven't read all the comics very often. So this is cool for us <laughs> to be like, oh, what does he think is going to happen?
4: To be fair. I So listen, here's the deal. OK, and I, I'm going to be very transparent here. I have not finished the comic. I yeah, yeah. have read a, I've read a lot of the comic Um, I have, and I, but I I have really just haven't yeah had as much time as i'd like to, to get through it as as much as you know because I, I didn't start reading it when it first came out which i think is oh yeah the big issue i, I needed to I, that's what i needed to do
1: <laughs> we should have all
0: bought
4: now i got a bunch of <laughs> yeah i will yeah. say too like
1: people people write in and ask us all the time like should i read it first and then watch it or watch it and then read it and there is no right or wrong answer to that i yeah. mean like it's it's totally fine that people are watching the show and then reading it well, later
4: and you know what i think just to kind of put some show people at ease like show people at ease like that's it is my the show is my story right yeah. like where i'm at in the right. show is past actually where i am even in the comics and oh, i could wow. go and re- read all through the comics and like yeah i could find out exactly what happens but right now i'm kind of excited for yeah. march like i don't genuinely know what's going cool to happen i think back. that's really cool like,
0: That's amazing, i can't yeah. wait
4: to find out what happens and so like you know, I I'm surprised with everyone who's just picking up, yeah. you know, on the show as it you know, as, so it's very cool. That's um I, I, I enjoy it. Like the um what am I looking forward to? I can mean, I just everything. Like I don't
1: yeah, <laughs> I don't so who the, yeah, who in the show is your favorite character?
4: Well, I mean and it was is Alan. It I mean Al I mean I did love Alan. Um
2: yeah, of course I don't that I, scene know, though, man.
0: That scene is insane that well, Oof, I was no sad. Thing. And he that. got a whole um, at least he got a whole episode though you know like, that's pretty cool he,
2: he got his own he title did. card did.
4: they did him well They did him well um yeah. but you know yeah alan Allen was great but honestly taking the man taking the easy way out i love invincible i think mm-hmm. he's voiced amazing i mean stephen does an incredible job um mm-hmm. and his you you genuinely i think he's just performing to a way you you're you're just um drawn to him yeah. you just mm-hmm. sympathize with him you um you really you know cheer for him as a, as a hero. Um, I think when he, you know, got back and, you know, saw his dad, you know, w- when the season kind of came back and he finally, you know, confronted his dad for the first time. I mean, that was a, what a well put together scene yeah. that, um,
0: Oh my God. You know, the
4: I, music in that scene too. Yeah. Everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. everything about it. And so, yeah, you say you out of all these characters, it's such a huge cast. It's like, man, who's your favorite? It's like, man, Invincible's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, you know what's so, cool is
3: that's it, we ask that question a lot with like the comic book fans too, and yeah. very rarely is the title character for whatever reason in anything is the is your favorite character, and it's yeah. always the same with Invincible, whether it's the show or it's the comic book. Like, he's your favorite character. Like, who's your yeah. favorite character in The Dark Knight? The Joker. You know what I mean? Like. So it's just, it's, it's awesome that, you know, you, like you said, the character is so fleshed out. Steven Yeun does like a fucking amazing, perfect job. Yeah. So you're, you're not wrong. He's my favorite character too. And I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah, for sure. Except for TJ.
4: (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, Rex, I mean, Rex is a character. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) He is a
3: character. He gets
1: better. That's he what TJ DJ, has been the-
3: saying that for 144 issues. Just wait, mm-hmm. he gets better.
1: Some cool stuff is happening <laughs> like with him. Wait and see. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: that anime that has like, well, like 2,000 episodes. It's like, no, it really gets
2: good, yeah, right? In yeah, <laughs> Just stay well, tuned. Well, Matt, thank
0: you so much. And remember, everybody, you can pre order this game now. We had a blast playing it, I'm excited to play it more. Um, it will be available in uh in stores and online on February 24, 21st, but like, like I said, you can pre-order it now over at uh, Skybound's uh, store online.
4: Yeah. Thank you all again for having me. Thanks for having me up. Please watch the video. It, you know, I'll tell you, Ryan, and the team did an incredible job on this playthrough video. Like the amount of work that went into it, really. You know, watch it's super funny yeah. too. I mean, I don't know. I'm part. I'm, i, I mean, <laughs> You know, I'm biased, but it is hilarious. Yeah. Like I think it, it was. It plays through really well. So yeah, thanks again for having me up. Um, and if anybody does come to the a meetup shit what in a few days like next weekend yeah. or something like yeah. um yeah. Whether, whether the day after this there anyway. we release this i
1: think
0: yeah. might try and release this a little bit earlier just to give people a little bit more heads up but yeah okay if we do have our uh whoever comes to the meetup we'll play some more hopefully so it's gonna yeah. be a good time yeah. <laughs> Definitely. all right matt thanks again for coming on we'll see you later thanks guys bye goodbye And we're back! Wow, here we are. And uh, <laughs> next up, hope you enjoyed that. Remember, pre-order is available now. Really, uh, really enjoyed uh, uh, getting to play that, and we look forward to playing it more uh, this weekend. Hopefully, we'll, well, Wyatt's in town. Like I was yeah. saying uh, when we were talking to him, I think if we do find the time, I think it'd be really cool to try the four-player variant and see like yeah. what it's like playing with just the four of us, and yeah. do a quick, mm-hmm. quick game of it that way. Um. All right, and before we wrap up this episode, we do. Uh, we always end our episodes with an issue spotlight, where we get to take a, a, a seemingly random issue from Invincible's 144 issue run, and just dive into that and talk more about it. And we take turns, and it's TJ's turn.
1: Oh, hello, it's TJ. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sound like a very, like, relaxed, like, NPR style. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. J with the ASMR. A- AM radio, AM
1: radio.
0: We're to talk about this book called Invincible. <laughs>
1: All right. Um, do we want to take guesses as to which episode or which issue Ooh. I chose? Um, 60.
2: 62.
1: Fifty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh I went my favorite issue. Hmm. And it's prevalent to the show because it's what's oh. coming for Angstrom Levy. Hmm. Uh issue thirty-three. Hmm. So uh you know, in the previous issue, issue thirty-two, uh Mark gets a call, it takes off. Um bust through the door and angstrom levy is sitting there with uh debbie and uh baby oliver um and he's like what are you doing here like who are you like what do you want talk and you know debbie's like oh i didn't know like who this was like he he like i i he wanted me to get a hold of you so i called adam eve and um like and then she's like saying all this stuff and at the end he goes she goes he he hurt me which i thought was like oh god like this shit is serious mm-hmm. like there's yeah. so much more that happens in this issue than it's what why it's popular it's it's crazy but um yeah angstrom is like, like yeah
0: sorry just to, because just to, because you just touched on it that is like maybe the first time you see violence in that way in this comic like yeah there's mm-hmm. violence before this yeah. and oh, not superhero like, violence but, but, like yeah. an innocent person being hurt like that off screen. And then like saying it out loud like that was just, it was unlike anything else that had to come prior to it for him, for her to just say like, he hurt me. It's like, Holy shit. Well, yeah. like yeah. we didn't see that. And here, here, this person is like, yeah, insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, invincible says, let her go. And like, angstrom kind of goes into this monologue saying like, it was so easy to find you. Your, your, your information is, just out there in the public and like all these different dimensions and keep in mind like invincible doesn't even know who this guy is yet has no idea who he is um and angstrom was like yeah like it was easy to find you um and he's talking about like how he's a freak now and you did this to me and invincible's like oh you're that guy and that I, then angstrom freaks out and he's like that guy you don't remember me everything you did to me you ruined my life you did this to me it took um all these experts in 14 different dimensions to fix me right so but then he goes into it later which i'll get to but um so again, like, lunges A- at him angstrom's
0: coming at this like my whole existence revolves around what you did to me and you don't even know yeah. who i am it's like the thanos yeah. scarlet witch thing you know
2: or it's very much like uh it reminds me a bit of uh the new spider verse movie with the the spot where he's like oh yeah yeah i am your arch nemesis yeah, like huh Who? like mm-hmm. it's a little bit of that energy too yep.
1: um so invincible flies at him. angstrom opens up a portal and he flies right through a portal uh and the first thing that he goes through is to what looks like you know, ten thousand BC. There's there's dinosaurs everywhere. They're 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 tearing a bunch of dinosaurs are tearing up another dinosaur. They're like, oh them.
3: no way, a sapien. It, I haven't had sapien yeah. in forever. I love so it. the joke
1: the joke is like, yeah, Bill said it. Like uh, Mark is like, oh, I got to fight dinosaurs, and they're all like, look up, and they're like, what the heck? Get him! Get him! I want to taste him! Like they're like talking <laughs> and they're like chasing him and stuff. So he's fighting the dinosaurs. It goes back to um, to Angstrom um, and uh, you know he allows Invincible back into the house like back into this dimension um, and he's holding Oliver and he says something kind of interesting that I thought was cool he said uh, he's holding Olive, baby Oliver and Angstrom goes you know Oliver doesn't exist in any of the other dimensions that I've been in I thought that was really cool. I think totally that's a cool, cool. idea. Um, yeah. So so basically, this is the only dimension where Mark's story has led him to the existence of Oliver, which I thought was yeah. really, really cool.
0: And yeah. I also like that, you know, you can look at that as kind of like convenient, that like, oh, okay, well, this is unique. But I also, I, I like how that, that opens the door for, yeah, there's a million different versions of Invincible and they all go bad. It's so, like, yeah, but this is the only one with Oliver, just because yeah. there's so many different versions out there and all these things, like even something that is seemingly a big deal might only exist on this one. So anything can happen on yep. this timeline because this timeline is, is important. It doesn't mean that it's not important because all these, other, you know what I'm saying? And I like that that almost implies this
2: idea that like the reason that Mark ends up on the path that he's in in our main timeline and the reason he doesn't kind of become evil is because Omni Man chose to fly away because that's what leads to Oliver. Like, if Omni Man hadn't done that and he just kept like pummeling him oh, or just kept wow. him there, and was like, no, you're going to turn and you're going to do what I tell you to do. It's because Omni Man also didn't come, you know, give wow. into his. More evil nature yeah, that Oliver born and, and Wyatt Martin, and his stupid like. hot takes that are always <laughs> right. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> like, so like I like how all of that connects, and I, who knows if that was really intentional behind you know Kirkman writing that at the time, but yeah. I like that it fits for yeah. my
1: own headcanon. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So Angstrom, uh is still talking to Mark, and he's saying basically like, if you love your family, you'll just die. And uh, Invincible lunges at him again. Um, and then Mark goes through another portal and we see uh, him crash into what we know as uh, Dr. Octopus uh, from Spider-Man um, when we get a whole side comic, which is um, Marvel, Marvel Team-Up team up 14. 14? Is it 14 or 16? 14? 14. Okay, I have a so um, which is a very good issue, like not just like a gimmicky issue. It's actually really good. Um, but anyways, um, you know, Invincible doesn't know who this is. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I hope I didn't hurt you. whatnot." Uh, then we're back and um, Angstrom is talking to Debbie and he and Debbie is looking at Oliver saying, it's OK, it's going to be OK. And I, I really like this dialogue from Angstrom. He's like, why would you say that to him? Why are you lying to him? You call yourself a good mother. You don't know he's going to be okay. Why would you say that to him? And I, I like that take where just like, Angstrom is just so like sadistic right now. Um, yeah. He's talking again about like all the, the trauma that your son caused me. Uh, he's like, honestly, like, I'm probably going to kill you anyways, but um, you know, let's check on your son. Uh, brings his son back in or brings a uh, Mark back in. Um, and they're screaming at each other again. Marcus, like, why are you doing this? Um I didn't stop that machine. I, I was fighting the Mahler twins, the ones that brought um that you brought from the dimension to attack me, that you brought from the dimensions to attack me. Uh they were killing me. You halted the machine to stop them. You did this to yourself. Um and Angstrom's just like, you're a liar. I don't believe anything that you're saying. Oh, by the way, I failed to mention that the when the dialogue between that was the first page i ever got right oh yeah it is nope, uh, no that. That. Right there uh yeah there no. where angstrom uh, is uh basically telling debbie like why are you lying to your son like, yeah. like you know and is the yeah, is the, the bottom, bottom
0: panel of that one the one where he's coming back from spider-man, from Spider-Man yep
1: That's opening cool. up the portal to come back you have first yeah first yeah. original art i ever got
0: yeah you have a page that has spider-man in it too in a way yeah. And oh my his web's in that page, right? No. I think
2: it's the next page where he comes through. Oh, I thought he comes through with the web, yeah.
1: Oh, I thought, the yeah. um, oh, I thought this was is on just the him opening the, ca- opening the panel. Uh, it, uh, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, so again, invincible lunges at him, he goes into what we are assuming is the Walking Dead universe. Um, bunch of zombies, he crashes through the house that looks like uh Rick Grimes' um house, um, which is cool. So uh, back at the house, Debbie hits him with a with a, a a lamp, and then we get another montage of basically Invincible going through all these different dimensions because yeah. Angstrom's telling Debbie like I- I'm going to keep this going for weeks. Will you keep me company? Are you gonna Are you gonna uh, hold conversation with me because this is going to be a while? Uh, we get him at a, in a fire. We get him help me out here. We see this character. I want to say it's like something wrath. He no. comes back later on. Omnipotence. Oh, um, omnipotence. Yeah. That's yeah. who I yeah. that's who I originally said too. I should have wrote it down. Yeah, that was um fun. we get uh a panel of him and we see uh Batman's like gauntlet, mm-hmm. uh, and he's saying, Yeah, but you're like a bat, and you call yourself uh whatever. I had this conversation one one other time before, like <laughs> yeah. it's alluding to Spider Man, he just saying mm-hmm. it's it's a lazy name. Yeah. Then we see him like sitting there and he's just waiting. Mark is just waiting and waiting and staring off in the distance, and he see the por- sees the portal open up, and once it open- cracks just a little bit, he flies through. He grabs Angstrom, and he's like grabs him. He's pushing him through, like flying through all the houses and stuff. And he's like, he's like, "What did you do? Why are you doing this? Like, you're crazy." And then, like, Angstrom grabs him, flips him over, and starts like, f- not flying, but like carrying him through all these different dimensions. And he's like, "What did you think?" Doesn't, he's like, oh, "He's like protected."
0: mark snaps at him and then he like looks over and his mom's sitting there with a broken wrist because doesn't angstrom like break her wrist or something he breaks her arm arm. at
2: the elbow yeah over a table yeah and
0: then so he's like what did you do and then he looks and sees that and then he like snaps and that's when he like flies through the house like destroying their own house yeah and then uh angstrom is taking them
1: through all the different um dimensions that we see. And he's like, what did you think that I was just going to let you defeat me? When they, when they fixed my body, they didn't just fix my brain. They, they improved my body. They made me stronger. They made me this, they made me that. Right. So then we get them in like a desert wasteland. Mark attacks him and just goes at him and starts beating the shit out of, uh, angstrom. It's one of the bloodiest scenes, that always comes to everyone's mind i think it's like it's one of the bloodiest scenes that we see um in invincible especially this early on other than maybe the the uh invincible omni-man fight um and you know it's just blood all over uh mark he stands up his costume was almost completely ripped off and he's like i just i i i thought i thought you were stronger i i just figured that you were stronger and uh angstrom lays there dead um and Mark, or so we think, and uh, Mark just says, "Oh God!" And then the comic ends. Stranted. Stranted.
3: Yo, the fact Stranted. that we are one hundred and ten percent going to get that yeah. in this second half yeah. of yeah. season two, man, you going over that? That was a good issue to do, TJ, because now I, I like cannot fucking wait yeah. for that episode. Yeah. yeah. And even though that
2: is, even though all of that happens in one issue, which typically an Mm -hmm. episode, like you're getting a lot more than just one issue in an episode of the show. I, that there's so much happening in that, that I could see them really stretching that out and filling up the majority of an episode with Mm -hmm. that kind of confrontation. Like I'm very excited to see that adapted now.
0: I also, and again, this is obviously nothing against the comic. I also feel like the show mark is in a better primed s- state of mind for yeah, what he's a darker, what, for what, like, a darker, more brutal, like we've talked yeah. about the, all the conversation about, like, oh, am I my father and holding back and mm-hmm. the fight with Thula
1: yep. leading
0: into that now.
1: Yep. Is Omni yeah, Man saying, like, you need to fight, yeah, you need to fight Mark's like a not like, going you need to kill to someone, Ill. stop yep. holding back. And yep. that that's going to yeah. lead into this where he, Mark angstrom was like, did you think I was going to let you beat me? Like they made me stronger. Like yeah. I'm good. You're not a threat to me, but, but like,
0: yeah, yeah, you're man, you're not a threat either. dude. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's so exciting. Um, well, thank you for the issue spotlight, TJ. Our hmm. next one is going to be a guest. Um, yeah. we don't know who it's going to be yet. If you, if you want reach out, we still have to pick someone. Um, but a listener is, you know, going to be up next. Um, just like, tra- like Travis last time thir-
3: you should list the issues that we've done though so 24 we've already
0: we've already talked about 24 58 65 72 100 111 128 141 and your powerball tj was 33 33 um, so that does it for this episode. Thank you all for watching, listening, all that good stuff. Check out all of our other videos, watch the um let's play of Invincible Escape from Mars enter the giveaway. And um remember you can find us over on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, email us to be part of the show or to send in your issue spotlight um at the invincible podcast at gmail.com. And check out some of Wyatt's music over on SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah. He's got some good stuff over there. I always put it on when I'm painting. It's great oh, nice. music for that. Yeah. Just uh,
2: recently had a new album come out, right?
0: Like yeah, last yeah. month? Or, yeah, I think
3: yeah?
2: we talked about it on the last episode. But yeah, yeah. I, I always compile all of my like monthly releases into an album at the end of the year. And my latest one is out now. It's called Striving.
3: Mm-hmm. Awesome. And if you guys want to learn even more about more stuff, um, just go to theinvinciblepodcast.com. Check out our website. That's right. Um, There's a lot of awesome stuff on there. Yep, Bill does a good Um, job
0: updating that every day regularly. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) every day. Thank you all for thank you all for watching, and we'll see you around next time.
1: Bye. Okay. bye. 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 Bye.
2: But it has elements of like Ark and other like survival games where you're crafting your base. You got to like make sure that you're yeah. feeding your character. You go so out, you hungry. chop down
4: your trees, yeah. you mine your ore, and then you take that and you go build a house. But the thing is, you can put these Pokemon to work. You like, you, they, they become mm-hmm. your slaves, and you, you basically and you can give like some take of them, them guns. guns. Well, and then there's guns. Yeah, there's you can make an assault rifle and shoot Pokemon. You can actually even chop up Pokemon and then eat them, yeah. like, if you're hungry. Or if you need – like, I needed leather, so a couple of them took <laughs> –